anything can happen. Russell Westbrook and um, Patrick Beverly could get along and they could form a very good defensive, not offensive, but defensive backcourt. But these are all hypotheticals. Could, could, could. And that's with any duo. But some duos are obviously better than others. Like, um, if somebody said that, uh, I don't know, what's a... Well, who, who's some good players? Um, somebody said that um, Devin Booker and um, Drew Holiday were coming to the Lakers as a duo in the backcourt. What would people say? People say, man, that's going to work. You got your defense and you got your offense and you got two great players that will get along with each other, right? You put Russell Westbrook and um, Patrick Beverly in the backcourt, you don't know what's going to happen. They could argue and fight the first day and never get along. They could uh, go out there and miss the first 17 shots because they can't shoot that well. They can go out there and, like I said, be all frustrated with each other and calling weird plays, whole bunch of turnovers, all types of weird things. That's what could happen. Or they could go out there and Westbrook could be the offense, and Patrick Beverly can be the defense in the backcourt. That would be ideal, right? Don't know if it's going to happen, but it could be ideal. And I'm not saying that it can't work out, because when they get out there, and they play well, and people was like, man, yeah, I knew it. Right. You didn't know anything. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work good. I don't know if it's going to work bad. But I will say this. Um, it has more potential not to work than it does to work. And, um... Aren't the Lakers still trying to trade Russell Westbrook? So I wouldn't get so excited about them smiling at each other while they practice or Russell Westbrook coming to uh, Patrick Beverly's press conference because nothing's happened yet. You know... I think Westbrook still could be traded. I think um, they still have massive potential not to get along. 
I mean, all these things could happen. So, I don't understand the logic of getting Patrick Beverly if you're going to keep Westbrook. If you're going to get, I mean, if you're going to get rid of Westbrook, then I understand getting Patrick Beverly. But if Patrick Beverly, I mean, if Westbrook is going to stay, it just seemed like a real odd choice. It's like a science experiment that could go right and could go wrong, you know? It's dangerous, man. Rob Palenka is, um, he is a weird guy when it comes to basketball. It's like he makes decisions, but he doesn't watch basketball or something. But he has to watch these games, and he has to be, has to have some kind of knowledge of the players, but it seems like he out there just randomly doing things. It seems like that, but I'm, I, I know he has some kind of idea in mind when he does these things. Nobody just knows what the idea is. I don't even think he knows sometimes. He just out there picking people. But, um... Patrick Beverly is a person that's going to come in and cause a lot of disruption. Whether it be good disruption or bad disruption. Good disruption is this. He's going to come in and maybe change things around on defense. Show people stuff. Be the fire for them. Be like a motivator. Like like Kevin Garnett was. Or Rasheed Wallace was. That kind of thing, you know? Somebody that's not afraid to say anything. Somebody that's not afraid to fight. Somebody that's not afraid to go out there and put his body on the line. Somebody that's just not afraid. It's basketball, man. You know what I mean? It's like... In the NBA... Patrick Beverly... And Patrick Beverly is so-called a tough guy, right? But my thing is about NBA players... Even the scariest part to me... About being in the NBA... If you have the talent... Is playing in front of so many people getting criticized by so many people, being watched by so many people. That's the scary part. But trying to act like you're a tough guy in the NBA is easy. You could be a 5-4 and act like you're a tough guy in the NBA. Reason why? Nothing is going to happen. It's police everywhere, security everywhere, other players everywhere. 
You can act tough all you want to. You know nothing's going to happen. It's a basketball game. Game. <laughs> it's not even real life. It's a game. So acting tough on the basketball court means nothing. You know? I heard, um... Oh, yeah. Um, the other tough guy. Um... What's his name? From the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler. I heard him. He always making all these war references. I, I won't want to go to war or battle with nobody else. And we're in trenches and rabbit holes and all this kind of stuff. Go ahead, man. Go ahead with the nonsense. It's basketball. You know? It's basketball. Patrick Beverly. On the other hand, I think he is labeled as a tough guy, but I think he is kind of a tough guy. And the reason I think he is a tough guy is simply because he never turns it off. You know what I mean? He never turns it off. He is himself. That's how you know it's him. When he's on podcasts, when he's on ESPN, when somebody catch him in the street, wherever he is, he's always acting the exact same way, you know? And it's not really necessarily a tough guy. It's more of a confidence thing with Patrick Beverly. They just label him as some kind of tough guy. He has a lot of confidence in himself, a lot of confidence in his abilities, and he thinks a lot of himself. So, nah, I don't think he's a tough guy. I think he's a very confident person that's very happy with who he is. I don't think Patrick Beverly would want to be anybody else in this entire world. <laughs> you know, he thinks a lot of himself. But the whole tough guy persona in the NBA, don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you because, like I said, it's acting. It's acting. It's easy to play a tough guy. When you on camera and it's a lot of people watching and you have almost a 99% chance, 99.9% .9 chance that nothing's really going to happen, then yeah, you could play all the tough guy you want to, cuss at people and scream at people and do a little pushing. You might even throw a punch but nothing's gonna happen cause by the time they throw the second punch it's like 20-30 people in between y'all you know it's just the whole tough guy thing should have went out like in 1990 no tough guys should have been out of the NBA around 2 2012. That's when I think the tough guy era ended. Yeah.
Oh, whenever Adam Silver came, became the um, commissioner, I say he ended then. No more tough guys in the NBA. No more. And it really never was. Like I said, if they were so tough and so bad and so I'll do this and I'll fight at the drop of a dime, you think they'd be in the NBA? They'd be in prison or something. So don't let, don't let them fool you, man. Don't let them fool you. Like, you can, I can always judge, well, not always, but you can sometimes judge a tough guy where they are in life. You know what I mean? Like, if I went to prison, not to, like, be in prison, but if I visited prison, say, on some kind of, uh, to visit somebody I know in prison, I know I'm surrounded by real thugs, real gangsters, real tough guys, real criminals, real people that will whip your ass without no disregard, right? If I go to the NBA, I know I'm surrounded by millionaires, college graduates, people that might not never been in a fight in their life, not a real one. They probably did some pushing and shoving on the basketball court, loud mouths, people that's fake, arrogant people, uh, nice people, all types of people. But what I'm not surrounded by is no real gangsters. Because, not my definition, but the definition of the world and rap music and all that, you gotta be real. Real gangsters do things. Real gangsters have done things. So, if you had done something, or have done something, unless you real good with getting away with a lot of things, your ass gonna be in jail, or prison, or not in the NBA. You gonna be somewhere other than that. To get in the NBA is incredibly hard, right? The NBA doesn't take thugs and gangsters, you know what I'm saying? They take professional people. They take actors, sometimes. You might have an actor that tries to act tough and gangster and all this kind of stuff. But it's not real, man. It's not real. So, nah, I don't, don't label uh, Patrick Beverly as a tough guy. I label him as a confident guy because... The tough guys in the NBA, they not even tough guys. But I don't think Patrick Beverly would want to be labeled as a tough guy. Yeah. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion because I grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood, right? And I never did anything. You know, I'm not a fighter, I'm not a drug dealer, I'm not a gangster, I'm not a thug. 
but I've seen them before. And the reason I know they were, because they were in and out of prison for years at a time. They just let them out just so they could do something to get back in. They did not care. They did care. I mean, they tried to contain themselves, but when it came down to it, when they said, if somebody get, somebody talk smart to me, I'ma whip their ass. Guess what? They wasn't just talking. They did it. You know what I'm saying? In the NBA, they start all that barking on the court. Meet me outside. Meet me here. Meet me there. Meet me here. Please. In real life, in real life, if you said to somebody, meet me outside, guess where they will be at? Outside. You know what I'm saying? And if they can't catch your ass outside today, they go catch your ass outside tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Don't let them fool you into believing they're real tough guys or real gangsters and they'll do this. To me... It's like a reality show. The NBA is. It's a reality show, but instead of um them talking and going out to eat and all that kind of stuff, they're playing basketball. Because... The guys that try to act tough and hard and gangster and be this and be that, those are the ones that make the NBA interesting to some people. Because I read the comments, man. I read the comments uh, after people about to fight, man. I want to mess with so-and-so, man. Yeah, man, he's trying to get hurt, and he'll do this and all that. He'll beat your ass and blah, 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 man. No, he wouldn't beat my ass. You know, he wouldn't beat my ass. The dude in the NBA, they say so-and-so would beat your ass. No, because in real life, in real life, number one, if he touch me, he going to jail. This ain't, this ain't the basketball court. You can't just go around and be slapping people and stuff and not have any consequences. In real life, if so-and-so, any, any NBA player put their hands on me, they going to jail. And they getting sued. That's real life. This is not NBA. Also, in real life, people have weapons. People have weapons. You know people have weapons. Look around. Watch the news. In this life, I mean, I mean, the way things are going right now, people have weapons. A lot of people. There is nobody would be afraid of an NBA player. Because they can lay that NBA player down just as quick as they can lay anybody else down. So, um, yeah, man, that, that tough guy, that tough guy persona gets on my nerves in the NBA, it just irks me, man, 
But, like I said, it doesn't add, add entertainment. Because, um, like, when you see, I watch a lot of NBA altercation fight compilations. Because they keep giving them to me. Yeah, YouTube keeps suggesting it. And, um, they're very entertaining. Nothing ever happens. It's just a lot of pushing, but it's very entertaining to see people get frustrated and stuff. Me, personally, I understand. Like, if somebody put their hands on you, of course your first reaction is to, like, in an aggressive way, is to fight. Or defend yourself. Anybody would do that. But on a regular... But... I'm not... A fighter. i tell you that right now. I'm not a fighter. I'm not, uh... Aggressive. I'm not confrontational. I'm not any of those things. I'm not gonna claim to be any of those things. I'll... Only thing I would say is anybody, logically, whether they 80 years old or 5 years old, if somebody is trying to attack them, the first thing you do is try to get them the hell up off you. That's just common sense. But other than that, I'm not a tough guy. But you got other people. You know what I'm saying? That played a role that it could be anybody, you know, this and fight this and fight that. Like we, some kind of animals, wolves or something. You know what I mean? We, we, human beings are not created to be fighting each other. I don't think so. Yeah. Plus, all of these are some grown ass men. These ain't no babies. Out there trying to play like they tough. Yeah, it's just stupid, man. It's just stupid. I have a list of tough guys in the NBA that just get on my nerves. The number one out of all of them right now is Jimmy Butler. He really bothers me. I remember he was uh, arguing with that guy in the bubble, I think. Maybe, well, I don't know when it was, and he was screaming, but I'm tough. I'm tough. Right. You remember when, um, Nene grabbed his head? He couldn't do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he grabbed his head. He was, he was scared as he can be. Tell me he tough. Yeah, he's not tough. And then, you say, like, say for example, they be like, well, Jimmy Butler could beat your ass. Maybe so. Maybe so. Or, maybe Jimmy Butler come over here and have to leave in the uh, stretcher or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never know what could happen in real life. This ain't no damn basketball court. And people were like, and you know, another thing I hear NBA players say, they want to say that to me in the streets. Why not? 
Why wouldn't I say that to you in the streets? Who are you that make you so scary that if I told you, man, you suck, you're a horrible basketball player, if I said that while I'm at the game, why wouldn't I say it in the street? What you gonna do? Try to beat me up? Try to beat me up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you would, you probably would be successful, but you don't know if you're gonna be successful or not. I might jig your ass up, you know what I'm saying? With, with my weapon or something. Who knows what could happen? Now they, now they lost one player. <laughs> Cause you wanna be a tough guy in the streets. It just doesn't happen. These are not real tough guys. No. The ones that try to play tough guys are not real tough guys. They're the majority of the NBA players, I think, don't try to play tough guy. It's just, say, it's 300 players in the NBA, right? I say... A hundred of them try to play tough guys. And the other 200 try to play basketball. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like people to try to intimidate other people just because they think so much of themselves. Like, I'll go back to Pastor Beverly. I labeled him wrong. I said, I said, well, the NBA does try to label him as a tough guy, but I don't label him as a tough guy. I label him as a person that has a lot of confidence in in himself and confidence in his uh, abilities. When I see him out on the basketball court doing his job, they say harassing and all this kind of stuff, I don't think he tries to intimidate. He might get on your nerves. They be like, man, you overdoing it, man, or whatever. But I don't think he tries to intimidate like he's some kind of tough guy and he go beat your ass. He keep it basketball. You know what I mean? It's not meet me in the locker room and all this kind of stuff. Come on, man. You know we can't even get in the damn locker room. It's like fucking... It's like a hundred police outside or something. How we go get in the locker room to get here? Remember when um Carmelo Anthony fake met uh Kevin Garnett at the bus? It was like 20, 30 people in between them. What he was going to do waiting for him at the bus? He knew he couldn't get some. That was just stupid. All for TV, man. All for TV. Just ridiculous. You know, if you wanted to really catch him, why would you try to catch him then? You know he ain't gonna be surrounded by people all the time. You should have caught him later on. Stupid. All for TV. But. Fake tough guys, man. In the NBA. 
I hope Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook do get along whenever they start playing together, but it's a um it's gonna be a hard road. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jimmy Butler is the number one fake tough guy and I think Russell Westbrook is number two. And sometimes he's number one. He is definitely a fake tough guy. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, come on. He wanted the one to say you won't say it in my face. Yes, we will. <laughs>